Hello, I'm Tracy Carlton Ward and this is Sweat, Grit and Hustle. On today's show, I am joined by a wonderful friend of mine that I've actually known now um, since I started my professional property journey. But this friend has got some amazing characteristics to him. He's fun, he's gregarious, he started life off in the army, so he's also a bit of a taskmaster. But when I met him over 10 years ago, he had, from his garden shed, created a mortgage brokering company. And since then, he's gone on to write four books, and his next book is about to be published. I am joined by the wonderful Lindsay Hopkins. Lindsay, how are you? Good. Yay. Yay. We finally <laughs> did it. We'd been trying to plan sitting and having this conversation for weeks. I know you, yeah, you had, a, you had a fire in a field. And I had something else and yeah, and then it was too hot and then I was tired and then you, yeah. Anyway, yeah, we're here. but we're here, we got there. Yeah. So, um, so yeah, I've actually known you, I worked out when I was sitting and sort of prepping different guests for the podcast. I worked out, I've known you since January of 2011. Wow. So that is okay. over 10 years now. And we have, we have co-presented on a stage to 400 people. And also written and designed a course together, which is yet to hit the world. Yeah, we have. So lots, yeah. of, lots of stuff we've gone on and done. But, you know, I know a little bit from years ago that you started life really in terms of career and business in the army. So, yeah. you know, uh, I know there's lots yeah. of stuff to do with tanks. Yeah. Um, I mean, I can fill in some gaps. I mean, so basically, I, I went to, in fact, I'm looking forward to a reunion. We're doing the year of 1977 reunion in the Duke of York's Royal Military School, Dover, on the, the weekend, hint, hint, before my birthday, which is the, the 14th. And it's, not, it's also Remembrance Day. Uh, I, was, I was planning not to go because I wanted to go to Wales to a place called Lake Vernwy, um, uh with my wife of 39 years standing. Um, and I was ordered uh, by the my my deputy chief school prefect. I was the head boy, chief school prefect. And he said, well, Lindsay, you've got to come because there's a prefect's dinner on the Friday night. And how can we have a prefect's dinner if the head prefect isn't there? So so I was persuaded. Uh, and unbeknown to me, they contacted Chrissy and cancelled the Lake Burnley booking anyway. So I'm staying in the shadow of, of, of uh, Dover Castle which is also a picture I use in Dover Castle for a thing called my family financial fortress, for my own personal. Um, and, uh, yeah, so I went to Duke of Elementary School. So it was relatively easy-ish, um, and I'm not trying to sound cocky, to, to get through officer selection because my dad was Army. I was brought up in Army school. I'd lived in the Army environment. So I knew the rules, you know. Um so, so I went through the three-day selection. They said, would you like to be paid through university as well? I said, yes, please. I said, can I do any course I want? They said, yes. Uh, I chose psychology. Um, and then uh, and you do Sandhurst, sandwiched, and you go back to your regiment in between times. Uh, probably too long a story, Tracy, but I, I got badged doing <clears throat> a Royal Army and Ordnance called Bomb Disposal, uh, which was quite popular at the time with Northern Ireland. Uh, my mother um, made me uh, resign from that and change to a, a thing called the Royal Tank Regiment because she didn't really want me to be blown into bits. So 
did university, uh, went back to the regiment in Germany. By the way, not to work. I mean, it was just a laugh. You're a young man. You're, you're in control of eight tanks. You're like John Wayne. You know, it's kid stuff. Uh, <laughs> mirrored shades. Um, uh, a regiment full of scousers who just make you laugh every day. They're irreverent. They don't call you sir because you're a kid. They call you boss, but they don't really mean it. Um, and then I, um, I had an altercation um, in in a place which remained nameless, and, and I, I end up in hospital, actually, with PTSD. Um, wow. For three months uh, in Woolwich Hospital. Um, came out with my confidence shattered. Um, did a year's gardening leave. Uh, and then for medical reasons, I couldn't join corporate life. So I joined Financial Services Commission only and did that all the way up to with all the, you know, bad, bad household names, Allied, Dunbar, Crowbar, Hard Sell, Commission only, <laughs> Cold Calling, blah, blah, blah. did all of that. Um, but I, ha- I found a coach called Stuart Goodship and he said, why don't you not cold call? Why don't you ask happy clients if they know any other happy clients or people who, who can who you can help? And he said, you won't have to cold call ever. Yeah. Um, and so I just had a dinner for 10 ex-army mates and said, give me introductions to 10 people each, please. That's brilliant, that is, because that, that's also quite good for people sort of creating businesses. You don't have to end up doing a load of cold calling. There are ways well, to get other... That's a, yeah, and what's interesting, Tracy, as you know, is that's how you find angels. Yeah. So, you know, host a dinner for five or six people in a... in a, in a Am I allowed to swear on this? In a, in yeah. a good restaurant. Um, and uh, just... But, but make... Don't ambush them. Tell them explicitly what the purpose is. And get them to write the names down before they get pissed, um, and agree a protocol for introductions. And you've 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 suddenly got an int- uh, a network circle of forty people. You know? yeah. So, um, and then the big the big speak in the world is you can't do it on your own because the FCA were horrible and scary and they'll close you down. So you can't leave at the time I was in Rothschild partnership which taught me how to deal with high net worth individuals which rebranded to St James's Place which is still around and I said no no you won't survive on your own I I thought do you know what I just don't see that because if I get a compliance consultant to tell me what to do I can set up in my garden shed so uh, I resigned uh, and set up it was really scary but I've always been a relatively good well as you can tell I'm a chatterbox so I get on people um, so I'm, I suppose the sophisticated term for that is uh, marketing. Yeah. And so I went to a pub called the Alma every night because I was told to by my missus because otherwise I'd just sit in my garden shed 24 hours a day because I love building a business. And and I sit, and I came out with the question, hi, do you want a mortgage? 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 And eventually people buckled and got mortgages. Um, got busy and built a business really quite quickly and I had to move out of the garden chair. Do you, and do that you, was Propalga. Yeah, I'm going to say, because that's, that's when I met you, you were already in an office opposite the Alma and it was already called Trafalgar Financial Services, I think. Do you think yeah. to some degree that the corporate world was telling you can't go it alone almost to stop you going alone? Or do you think yeah. that's what they believed? Yeah, I think, uh, and, and I, I'm sure somebody watching this will come from the financial financial services world is is naughty because you're you're part of an organization but you're a self-employed in in my case it's called partner 
so you think you're free, but you're not. Uh, and the the moment of the reservation was being summoned for a one-to-one on the 23rd of December. And I said, no, I, I'm not doing that. I'm going Christmas shopping. And they said, do it or else. I went, well, or else then. I'm not, no, I'm going, I'm going to Covent Garden. That's what I always do with my family. Um, and so Roger McGibbon said, no, no, look, hang on. If you don't turn up, I'm firing you. I said, well, I'll, don't worry, I'll resign. So that was it. Um, at, but, but to be fair, St. James' Place, uh, with a bit of uh, legal persuasion, uh, they, they, they gave me um, what we call renewals. So I started with a platform around about two grand a month. Um, uh, I just sent a European contractor agency commissions to the head office and said, look, if you want to go to court, just read chapter four and you'll see that you'll lose. So, so they said, well, can you not sell lump sum investment or anything? I said, no, no, have my clients, but I want to choose the person who has my clients. Um, and that was a, a guy called Jonathan. Uh, and he, you know, I didn't, I've never done, ever since then, I've, I've just kept the mortgages because it was easy and I wanted to do buy to let and I was intrigued by property. So it, fine. So I've never done lump sum investment ever since I was, whatever, whatever year it was, 42. Yeah. So, and, and, and sometimes, you know, things can operate alongside each other you know nothing is ever just black and white and it's quite funny one of um one of my guests coming on soon is a friend of mine because we do on our shows we do interviews with people like you that have actually been successful you know you've gone from the army you've set up a mortgage brokerage you're a successful investor and you've also written books so you're successful you've gone way further than a lot of people that are you know earlier on in their journey but anyway getting back to the plot. So one of my guests who's on my real life story interviews, people who are beginning their business or in the younger phases of their business is actually St. James's place, um, partner. Um, okay. and she loves it. So, you know, there are different phases people go through and working for somebody else is not for everybody, but for those it is, it's okay. SJP are the most I will, you know, I'll compliment but encourage somebody to leave. But St. James's Place have the one thing that no other financial services company has in the UK, which is uh, they do have values. They do have ethics. They treated me like a gentleman uh, or treated me properly. And they have more rejoiners on the basis that they don't because MI Group, um, I won't go into the story because it'll take too long. <laughs> MI Group uh, took me to the High Court in the Strand uh, for theft of a file, uh, and I won, but um, because they saw me on CCTV and it was visible that the Allied on my file, so it was theft of pro- property theft. Had I been had had I lost the case, of course, you can't be a financial advisor being uh, done for theft. Yeah. So I mean, but um, but they turned up with an article clerk, and I turned up with the two barristers and the solicitor. So which what are paid for? So. Uh, we, I won the case. I've still got the plaque, um, the listing in my office. Allied Dunbar versus Hopkins. Great. They just made a mistake. They dropped the ball. <laughs> wow. Wow. Oh. But, um, but, but St. James' face are good. Um, I, I think, uh, I, I think, uh, look, I, I am an independent financial advisor. So uh, St. James' face are, are damn good. I don't really see a difference between St. James' Place and Independent, to be honest with you. They've got a very good stable. They've got the best fund manager in the city. Um, and they, they, I think the best of the best went to Rothschild. Yeah. That's it. 
And it's all it's all horses for courses, isn't it? Yeah. So you outgrew the garden shed. Yeah, I'm envious of the garden shed. My daughter is now an art therapist, and I'm occasionally allowed in there until recently, and, and I've now been banned from it because, uh, of course, she keeps confidential files there. So, um, but I was I was learning how to uh, play guitar, uh, having guitar lessons there from a from a. Uh, a presenter you'll know maria davis's husband is a rock guitarist stuart uh because I, I play guitar a lot but but i don't play rock guitar so i'm learning how to play acdc thunderstruck and um uh yeah i'm not allowed, I'm, I'm being banned now you've lost so. your garden shed oh no that's devastating so how <laughs> long did it take you in terms of time frame how long did it take you from starting that that financial services business in your garden shed to yeah. being at a point where it's like, this is successful enough, I need to go and get bigger space and get more people working for me. How long was that um, in time? Probably around about six months. Wow. It's not that long um, then. No, I mean, uh, um, no, because, uh, but administratively, I'm absolutely awful. Uh, I'm a, in my speak, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a social, I'm a social director. So I'm a, I'm a basically a monkey lion. Um, uh, I'm not an owl. I don't do detail. I, I can do detail. I can read accounts. I can do numbers, of course, but I don't like to. Um, so um, my my co-presenter, um, uh, Mark Dalton, and partner in a lot of businesses, um, I was sitting with, I think it was 12 mortgage applications in the intro. He kept phoning me up saying, how's the mortgage going? I go, yeah, yeah it's good. They, they hadn't even been posted. They hadn't even been posted. Um, so the wheels are falling off. Uh, and I was beginning to betray the trust that people had given me. So I got hold of a lady called Sarah Jane, who is uh, not a friend, but a very solid work colleague. Um, and she said, you need some help. Uh, I said, well, it's financial services. She she went, hate it. I went, well, you need a job. So come and help me. Uh, her husband was a, a designer, did the look and feel for the brand, which is still alive today. And we moved to the basement where the state agent and then, I recruited eight brokers, and uh, we had to move into Murray Street, which is where I am today. So, two thousand square foot. So you're still in the offices down at Murray Street, yeah, Murray yeah, Street, um, rather. No, no one's there now, Tracy. It's just me and Mark. And <laughs> <laughs> I take it a lot. Of the yeah. other guys have since since the world went sort of to its underground phase in COVID. I take it they've decided to work at home remotely, have they? They, they work from home permanently and the production is uh, going up. At the moment, it's increasing by 10% every month. So, hey, if they're happy at home, if they're getting lifestyle, if they're getting life balance, if they're saving two hours travel a day, I'm happy. Perfect. Brilliant. So yeah. you built up Trafalgar Square. I know, I know you did all sorts of stuff there that was all related to the FCA industry, mortgages, bridging, yeah. all that sort of yeah. stuff. And... In the meantime, from about twelve, well, two thousand and twelve, really. Yeah. You have written five books. One that's about to be published. Yeah. Uh, and for those that are listening, that heard Lindsay talk about, you know, lion monkey. I do believe it's in the first book, Step Up and Focus, when he mentions what that's all it about. Is. Yeah. So it's, it's just a version of the Myers Briggs yeah. with the profiling. It's just my version, or not? It's not even my version. It's a uh, it, it's lifted from a book called It's a Zoo Around Here by Nigel or somebody. Um, I should know the name. And I've changed one of his animals from a, an elephant to, to an owl. 
because I think an hour is always an hour. Yeah. Um, um, and it's a really good way to for me to get my head around because I'm a visual as well. And so we we you know so Tracy, I know what you are. You're obviously as a genius, you can be all things to all people, but. Essentially, you're you're a little bit, a bit like me. You're a monkey lion. You're, yeah, you're, I'm the opposite you like, way. You like people, yeah, and, but you're prepared to make decisions. I'm so. the opposite way round. I am. Um, I'm. Am I the? No, I'm a lion monkey. Are you? Are you monkey lion or lion monkey? I'm a monkey lion. Monkey lion. So I'm, I, f- I thought we were the opposite around. And some people are listening, thinking, "Oh my god, what are they on about?" As Lindsay that's says, that's it's that's brilliant. A monkey. A monkey is where is the goddamn party? Yep. Um, and 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 the lion is how much of what we're in? Come on, get on with it. Come on, come on. Yeah, that's your that's your director force, your driver. You have the owl, which, as Lindsay says, is the one he changed from the it's a zoo around here. The owl is yeah. the analytical. I can be that through conditioning because I used to work in corporate doing a lot of numbers. And then yeah. we have, the, of course, the wonderful dolphin that just wants to love everybody and be loved. Give me a hug. Yeah, give me a hug. So it's a brilliant way. If you've ever looked at any basic, you know, Myers-Briggs personality profiling, it's it's just a fun way to understand different people's personalities, but yes, Lindsay and I are very similar, which can so that, sometimes I mean, create chaos. <laughs> chaos, yeah. No, that's definitely focused. Uh, that's definitely focused in in my first book. Um, I'm also massive on uh, second book, which is step up and focus the four thirteen seven system, which is sounds a bit weird, but it's it's all about goal setting. So of course goals. I'm very formulaic to myself when I set goals. Uh, I use a goal journal, a vision board, and a mind map, um, and, and that book tells you all about that. But ultimately, the four thirteen seven is, in my head anyway, because I was probably financial services target-driven, I worked on, on four quarters, 13 weeks to a quarter, seven days. So, And I find that when people are doing their goals, different goals will work into different ones of those. So. So your personal development goal, you know, read five pages a day will be in the seven, the weekly, or your PT or your your, your aerobics or your swimming. Um, your, your your thirteen will be have a target for ten weeks, get get a cold for week eleven, have a family crisis week twelve, and chill out week thirteen. Never set your goal for thirteen weeks, fully functional thirteen weeks, because everybody gets a cold. Um, and the four quarters is. Uh, smash it quarter one, try even harder quarter two, uh, begin to chill out quarter three, quarter four, start planning your next year. Yeah. And you should have smashed, you should have smashed your year goals. Perfect. I do, I do long-term goal planning, but that's, that's, uh, that's in another book. Yeah. And you, you've all, I mean, I know, I, I remember the reverse side of the wallpaper chart, yeah, every year I know you're somebody that will sit down once a year and almost like vision board out what you want to do the following year. Yes, um, I do. And that's yeah. always been amazing. So anybody listening that is sort of, whether you're in already in a job, corporate, or whether you're looking at going into business, you know, each year to sit down and reflect and give yourself time and space to decide what is it I want for the coming year. Um, yeah. It's a really good thing. And I know you speak about some of that in the 4.13.7 system. So yeah, I think... I I, I, and I, I just... Um, it's an hourly version. It's an hourly guide to exactly how to do it. So, for example, um, let's imagine that I wanted to have... Just one example. Uh, 
I want to see my system more, and that's a goal. Well, the question is, how much more? More than what? Well, I saw my sister four times last year. So in my goal plan, therefore, it's called, okay, well, are you going to double it? Or are you just going to increase it a bit? Okay, so I'll see my sister six times in 2021. Well, of course, with COVID, probably not. Um, but actually, we, we have actually managed it. Um, and so I tick, that's a soft goal. It's not a, it's not a business goal, but it's, um, you know, don't just come out with stupid words, pardon me, but saying, you know, I want to see my sister more. How much more and when? And then you diarize it. Um, and because my sister is, is a space cadet and as mad as Boxer Frog, she's a conflict resolution international speaker. Um, and um, uh, I just have to tie down. Yeah. Um, but, but, you know, but it's so um, or see my friends more. Well, which friends and how much more and how often and how do you gauge it? Is it one hour quality time? Is it in the pub? Is it is it go on an adventure? Is it walk Hadrian's Wall? What is it? Um, and different friends. So and that that goes in my goal journal. Why? Because on the friends strand of the, of the goal journal or my map, uh, I believe in that you have to nurture your friendships. Yeah. And it, I mean, do you, I'm trying to think of the way to to put this one so that nobody thinks it's bonkers. But no, I'm not going to be rude. That's why I'm, that's my brain was hold, holding off. I'm remembering that we could have people driving a car with their kids in the back seat. Okay, All right. So, so no swearing and no rudeness. Yeah. So goals, obviously, we you know many of us have heard the old acronym SMART. We want them to be specific. And I know some yeah. people that say, oh, "I want more money next year." Well, here's a quid. You've got more money. So it, you know, being specific is really useful. Do you believe that goals help everybody or is this just for businesses and people that are working nine till five? Uh, No, I think they, they work, they work for everybody. I think so. For example, within my goal, my goal, my map, for example, I'm just visualizing that's what I'm looking up for. It's so it would cover subjects like your health, your family, uh, as a nuclear family and, and larger family, your, your charitable giving, your personal development, so on and so forth. On the business strand, it will say, it will say right, what do you want to achieve in the business? So um, people get confused about having a business plan for the business and the goal. So my, my goal this year is to earn X with, from businesses, and on a, but on a personal level, on the financial services strand, increase my net worth by X and increase my passive income by X. Or I have three definitions, active income, passive income, or passive active. Um, so coaching for me, I still coach um, uh, new businesses. Um, and uh, that would be, that's, that's, that's pounds per hour. That's, that's active. That's active income. Yeah. I don't do as much as I used to. Uh, I used to coach 40 hours a week. Now I coach 10. Um and as every young business person knows, and as you know, Tracy, the more the diary fills up, I'm sorry, but I increase my fee. Yeah. <laughs> because well, I'm, I'm yeah. in demand, as you are. So, um, but to go back to your question, um, within, within my business goals uh, will lie, let's say, six business plans. And people, I think, get confused or, or yeah, by, by a business plan versus a goal. Uh, the the goal is ultimately for me anyway to achieve my family financial fortress, which has a number on it. Yeah, net worth, net worth and net income. Uh, 
uh, and to be able to jump off, uh, well, from the age of 55. Um, I'm a bit older than that. So I, I choose not to jump off. Why? Because you can't retire if you've got passion. No, and the difference, the, there is a difference between, you know, still running a business, still being active in business if you are at a stage where you could jump off tomorrow yeah. than there is of not having the choice because you haven't got the funds behind you to stop doing your business or your work. So that to me, there is a difference in choice versus being forced, if you like, through circumstance. And, and, and um, you know, just for anybody listening to this and think, oh, well, you know, uh, it's all right for Tracy, it's all right for Lindsay, you know, uh, no, it's jolly well not. The, the, uh, I'm, too, I'm probably too old to, to, or probably this this product I'm about to mention probably doesn't exist anymore. But once upon a time, there was a pottery thing called an ugly mug, and it held coppers that I emptied from my pocket uh, when I used to go to, I still go to pubs, but I don't drink anymore. Um, and I knew that filled with coppers, that ugly mug was worth, was valued at 35 quid if you cashed it in at Abbey National. Um, and I had several times where that was it for the weekend. So I've been there, done that. Yeah. Because um, commission-only financial services when you're a newbie is painful. My first paycheck was, uh, for the first month, was 92 quid. Compared with my, my wife's PR executive salary of two grand, I felt a little bit small. Um, but but that's with commission only or any business, any self-employed, you live by the sword and die by the sword and you establish a firm base. And and that turns me on. I love it. Yeah. I, love it. I mean, network marketing is like that in a way. The guys out yeah. there yeah. doing businesses with network marketing, you know, it's commission only at the end of the day. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. But yeah, it is great when you can have freedom of choice. And that that's my big goal, the freedom of choice to, to basically choice. stop when I want. So, so I've just come away from a, 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 a three days up in <laughs> – listen to this, Tracy. Uh, you, you've been to some of them, you know, Barcelona, Lisbon, uh, Valencia, blah, 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 Paris. You know, uh, our board meeting uh, <laughs> last week was Chroma Norfolk. <laughs> Isn't that where you get the Chroma crab? Uh, you do. Uh, well, in fact, there was a massive discussion between Jeannie and Mark – uh, about chroma crabs uh, and in fact they bought me a beautiful book called the, the last hunter all about the fishermen who i met obviously because i get up in the morning and do a thing called miracle morning did it on the beach uh yeah you get the crabs there um but um we we yeah we we walk the beaches and walk the cliff tops for th- three days taking a break uh, because we have choice uh talking about the next 12 months and that's by the way for those people who don't know as long as a board meeting is minuted, you can travel anywhere in the world and it's tax deductible uh, as far as our account is concerned. Uh, so uh, Mark Mark said, we will go, we will get on a plane next effing year, won't we? I said, yeah, we will. Yeah. But, but, but he's, you know, he's been as cautious as I am this year. So the year before we did Whitstable. <laughs> <laughs> which is equally delightful. Um, yeah, but doesn't sound the same of Palmer, does it? No, no, Palmer and the, the famous rail <laughs> trip we we like a lot. Dubrovnik, we like. Um, yeah, we have parties because uh, I think uh, that famous phrase, your net worth and your network. I mean, if you're going to spend four or five days with some either million, a gang of millionaires or potential millionaires or aspiring millionaires, uh, sparks happen. Yeah. And it's fantastic. 
I think we had a laugh when you were attending Tracy. Yes, well, we did. I remember the Palmer trip where we got on the train. So, <laughs> so once a year, the way Lindsay and Mark work is they'll go off and do their their annual business plan trip, and if they like the place, they'll they'll then run effectively an event where other people will join them. So we we joined them on a few of them, but the Palmer one was memorable because we get on the train. We go off where we're going, and then later on in the afternoon, we go back on the train to go the same way. But at this point, most of the boys had run out of beer. Yes. So as the train stopped at a stop that we were not getting off, Mark and Lindsay, (laughs) I can only say it the way it was, bribed the train driver to hold up the train while they ran off and went and got a case of beers to bring back on the train (laughs) for the rest of the journey. So... You know, necessary. You know, yeah, oh, classic. That was I so think, funny. And I think we were teaching the Spanish how to sing Swing Low and stuff like that as well. It was, it, was, it, was yeah. a, it wasn't too, Larry, we, we did advise people not to join our carriage, I think, if they wanted a quiet trip. Yeah, but some, some of the locals and some of the tourists that were also using the train had a real good laugh because we did end up with about 10 or 12 people breaking into oh, yeah. rugby songs, yes. which yeah. bemused a lot of the patrons on the train. But there you go. Yeah. So, yeah. But that's what life's yeah. about, isn't it? Work hard, play yeah. hard. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, um, choice and time. So, um, uh, I mean, uh, uh, you know, just talk about that for a second. A lovely format for a board meeting with people is day one, you go out, you adventure, you, you chill out. Um, if you want to get wrecked, you can uh, and, and enjoy the place you landed in. But, but mumble a little bit about what you know is on the agenda the next day. The next day, you have a formal board meeting in a proper place, no alcohol, uh, blah, 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 blah. You make decisions and a board meeting is all, is not about chatting. It's about making strategic decisions. You go, right, that's what we're doing then. How much of what, by when, who's doing it, etc. Then have a nice lunch, chill out. Uh, and then we fly back the next day. Yeah. Uh, and it's incredibly powerful. And I think, you know, even if you are, cause I know in, in, with some of my circle of peoples in business, some of them are couples, um, married yep. or, couples in life not just business even if you are a couple in life and and not just business it is a real great thing to get away from your usual environment and go and plan your year in business or your next quarter just the way a business would plan if they weren't in a personal relationship as well so definitely something good to do so Your four books, I know the first two were about focusing on goals. Your second two are thoughts and essays. So your second two are It's Just Mass and By Yourself. Uh, yeah. But that is B-U-Y. So if you're going to search for it, it's B-U-Y. Well, it's it's a, it's a, it's a, an advert for people to work with people like Tracy and Lindsay called By Yourself, as in build up your self-confidence, but why not? not do it by yourself. Yeah. Why don't you do it with somebody who's been there, done that, and can hold your hand and, and push away the fear and go, come on, it's it's okay. It's not scary out there. Or it's, yeah, I know it's high up, but ho- hang on tight, hold on to that rope, and that's the way across. And so it's 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 very much about that. Uh, and then my, my latest one, um, somebody very kindly said, Lindsay, your books are a little bit like um, kindergarten books. Would you like to have a p- professional publisher? Uh, and would you like your books to sit on the shelves of Waterstones? I said, yes, I would. 
Uh, but I said, I should imagine that's rather more expensive than self-publishing. And he said, yes. He said, what if I'm prepared to put my money where my mouth is and stand next to you on the cost? I said, okay. So uh, the next one is um, basically all about, you know, when your mum, Tracy, said, oh, a leopard can never change its yeah, spots. Yeah, yeah. I happen to think that's rubbish. So uh, in some elements of our personality. So it's called People Can Change. Uh, I've used that mnemonic. And so it's a guide on how within certain circumstances, people can change. Um, really excited. I've seen it now. It's ready to rock and roll. It's going to be out in, in the bookshops in December. Um, uh, um, and uh, it's properly formatted. There are no spelling mistakes. <laughs> Um, yeah, there was, the, there was the odd one in the original publishing. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. And I'm quite excited. And the, the publishers are then going to go back and sweep up the rest of the books and uh, do Kindle and uh, audiobooks and whatever. So I'm quite excited. And um, I don't know what you say, Tracy, when you're helping people, but I don't think books ever make a fortune. The reason why I write is because it's cathartic. I write, I like writing. Um, uh, when I've done a seminar weekend which uh, I do not that often these days but when I do that day after I'm spiritually at my strongest I'm knackered I don't want to talk to people but I like to write yeah. so I'll, I'll, I'll write a thousand words that day two thousand words um, yes. so it's good for me uh, I guess if I never sold a book ever again I, I would still write yeah and um, I'm assuming that the book didn't come out of nowhere. They were on your wallpaper annual goal sheet and they were probably yeah. in your four thirteen seven plan for that year as well. Yeah, I, I, my plan is to um, basically, I mean, I, I quite like to write a book a year. So uh, I've, I've, I've seized up a little bit because the, the, the production and whatever, um, uh, bless her, it was, it was somebody, um, in fact, it was Jeannie's daughter and it, Things weren't weren't going too well, so we've slowed down a little bit. Uh, but but uh, book book seven and eight are in draft um, in my head and on, on my mind maps. Um, so once this next one, people can change. I'll I'll, I'll crack on with, with some more. One's called boiled potatoes. I like that one, <laughs> which is uh, which is all about the fact. Don't get all upset and hyper about allocating hours and hours for your goals. It takes twenty minutes to boil some potatoes. On a Sunday, and if you're a proper, sorry, I mustn't be contentious. If you're if you're a person, a partner who's prepared to take take uh, turns in cooking, if if the dad does the cooking on a Sunday, it takes twenty minutes to boil potatoes. That's when you review your goals. Yeah, no, I mean, you know, at the end of the day, what's one of the things I do regularly, uh, uh, as yeah. you know about me, every week I will sit down and I will plan my week not in massive yeah. detail but I'll work out what you know what is the main thing I want to get done this week where am I going to get do it and what are the five top things that I want to put in this week yeah I've always That's done it. that I've always done and, that and and I'm going to ask you a question do you find that when you've written them down you don't even need to reflect on them because you've written them down they happen because I've written them down they happen yeah but yeah. it's yeah. it's quite interesting as I've got older because I'm, I'm no longer a spring chicken. But as I've got older, I've found out it's harder and harder to remember everything in my head. You know, and I'm a bit like, you know, they do say you can only, re you retain everything, but having them as forefront and focused items, you, yeah. 
you know, the maximum people can do is nine at any one time in your mental inbox. The rest get shoved off into deeper, darker storage. So over the years, I've found that I have to now have a structure and an organization, if you like, a method where if something comes in, I write it down. Absolutely. And then the things that are for me to work on that day, I take them out of the big pot into the focus part. And once you're in that focus part, they're small enough in number for me to remember for the day and I don't need to look again. Yeah. And and, and I, uh, Tracy, I do exactly the same. And if, if an action pops out of a board meeting, albeit that that I try not to do what we call take the monkey, uh, then basically uh, it's written down and it's in my to-do list and or Evernote and or whatever reminder it must be written down and technology is great these days. You've got so many systems and apps and whatever to remind us. Um, and, uh, but to be, to be fair, actually being 62 years old, I still like the power of the pen and, and a notebook and it's called, right. Okay. Boom. This is what I'm going to do today. I like, I, I like, I, I feel the universe is listening if you're writing it down, but that's just me. Um, I, I I think mine my, I, I agree with you there but mine's a bit more scientific I've moved on to a tablet I won't name right. the brand but most people know I love Steve Jobs um, so I've taken <laughs> to a tablet with an electronic pencil so I'm still physically writing yeah. but it's going electronic why do I do that because I know from my experience and working with the brain when you write something it, it's almost like you're you're enforcing that thing in your own brain. When you just say it, it, it it's not necessarily going to get recalled as easily. So yeah, I like the fact that I write things down physically rather than type them. So anyway, well, go on. Yeah. No, no, I was going to say, uh, I, I haven't trialed it, so I can't really talk about it. Am I not allowed to mention a brand here? No? You are. Yeah. There's no reason okay. you can't mention there's a brand. A, a, because, because in my, in my infinite wisdom, I'm, I'm, uh, my, my daughter's 70% dyslexic and apparently I'm 50% dyslexic because I, my writing is absolutely awful because I write in block capitals. Apparently, nobody can understand my meeting notes. So, uh, and you probably remember that, Tracy. So, um, <laughs> I've apparently heard of a, an app called Otter, which can turn my voice into scribbles. It can turn everything into diagrams. And so, so I'm about to trial that in November. Um, and that could be, you know, that could be the ultimate answer to all my scribbled mind mapping uh, meetings yeah <laughs> cool i think the great thing about different methods whether it's goals whether it's remembering what you've got to do i think you know when you've worked out a process and a system that's right for you then it doesn't matter if it's different from somebody else's it's right for you so yeah go go have a look at some of Lindsay's book if you want the first two will help you focus on what you want to do in your business and the second one is a practical almost like a workbook for doing your your goal setting so Lindsay before we finish I've got a few quick fire questions for you Uh oh Okay. Uh, this, is where you catch, this is where you catch me out, yeah? Well, this okay. is where I think your baby might come in somewhere. Um, okay. Are you better off than your parents? Uh, significantly. Okay. Now, this one's a good one because of where you've come from and where you are now. Retirement, property or pension? Uh, okay. Um, property first. Uh, but secondly, I, I, I won't stop. Um, I'll be like my dad. My, my dad had his last meeting when he was 87. Wow. Um, he was a management consultant. And I think 
at the end of that, at the end of his last meeting, that's really where, uh, because he was being forced to stop working by my mum, uh, that's when his desire to, because what he, where he really enjoyed life was helping other people, uh, senior CEOs in the north of England, near Yorkshire, in Yorkshire, and and I don't see. I think I mentioned it earlier on. Um, I do believe this. If you've got a cause or a passion, why would you stop? Yeah. While your health is there, why would you stop? So, um, I, look, I won't be. Uh, I won't work at the pace um, that I do now. I, I, I want to be playing my guitars. I've just, uh, I've just purchased another one. Uh, Unbeknown to my lady wife, because I've been banned from buying any more than fifteen guitars, but just bought one from Nashville. You know, I want to play these guitars. I want to read lots and lots of books. Um, I want to travel the world, uh, albeit that I have already, but there are still places, you know, so there's stuff I want to do. And I want to spend time with, with valued friends. Um, so I won't work at the pace, but of course, as you build a business, you then, one of the keys is, as you know, work on, not in. So if I was yeah. I don't, I don't work more than an hour a week now. Um, and it's a, it's a significant business. So, yeah. Um, um, so, so, but I know answer your question, property, definitely property. Okay. What's your most extravagant purchase? Um, and is it the latest baby? <laughs> um, I think it is the latest baby. Um, um, I, a, a coaching client of mine who lived in Brussels, by the way, still lives in Brussels, said, by the way, I'm going to Nashville in the USA to see my family. Is that of interest to you? And I said, yes, it is. Would you have time to walk around one or two guitar shops and video it? And, and I'll tell you which one I want. Uh, and so she found one. Um, and uh, yeah, that's, um, I then spoke, I then rang up the owners and I said, look, if I promote this uh, in the United Kingdom, do you have, I mean, do you have an outlet in the UK yet? And they said, no. And I said, well, you have now. So we, we, we established quite a bit of a discount. Um, and I mean, the, paying the customs tax or whatever it's called, for UP, UPS when they turn up at the door is quite a bit of a shock. The door at the office, not not home. Um, so yeah, and it's a it's a beautiful. Um, I won't do. I won't tell you the make, but it's it's from Nashville, Tennessee, and I, I, I'm I'm ready to rock and roll. Cool. <laughs> and and guess what? The the lovely Chrissy probably now knows Lindsay. I hate to tell um, you that. <laughs> okay. Okay. Well, um, there you go. Um, as long as it's stored in the office, I'm okay. Apparently. Yeah. Um, What's what's given that you've come from a background of financial services? Um, yeah. What's the most important thing you've learned about money in your life? Um, to know what's what. So to to do this, uh, it's whether it's Napoleon Hill or Richest Man in Babylon or, or Kiyosaki, whatever. Um, to do, and I had to do this anyway from certainly from the age of thirty nine. Assets and liabilities, income and expenditure, once a month, know what's what. Even if it's really, really bad, at least you know what's what. So you know who you can't pay, and at least you tell them. And you know what? I think people who you can't pay actually don't mind if you say, look, I can't pay right now, but I can pay in four weeks' time. Are you okay with it? At least they know. Yeah. Um, so, uh, yeah, in, in kind of do, doing your personal balance sheet, uh, my my oppo mark says once a quarter. I don't buy that. I think it's monthly. Yeah, and if An you get in, if you get into the habit of doing it, it's easy enough to do every month. To, to be honest with you, my bookkeeper does it, and then I do the helicopter view of it. Yeah. Um, 
So she knows bookkeepers are, are um, funny because they, they like their, their system. My assets, liabilities, income expenditure has colors with it. It's got boxes, it's got pictures, it's got happy faces and whatever. I've, 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 t- I've taken ownership of it. Uh, Julie finds it fascinating and stupid, but it works for me. And that's the, that's the key thing, isn't it? It's what works for you. So I've got one last question before you, we finish, and yep. that's one I ask every guest. Um, our show is Sweat, Grit and Hustle. Out of those three words, which one resonates the most with you and why? Sweat, Grit and Hustle? Yeah. Uh, for me, I'm going to say grit. Um, and the why is... Um, if, if, if we're going to have the confidence to say, I'm not going to fulfill the goals of my employee, employer, uh, that's painful. Okay? And we've got to, for quite a few years of our life, probably work twice as hard as anybody else, but it's not forever. But you need, you need, you need, you need grit for that. Yeah. Um, you need grit. And part of the grit is, you need to be working with a gang or somebody who's going to say, come on, come on. And when, you, when you're absolutely knackered, you know, and I know, Tracy, particularly, you know, when I climb Kilimanjaro, I know this. I, I, I just need to stop for a few minutes, take my breath. I'm ready to go again, um, but not give up. Yeah. Uh, and, and so I think it's grit. Yeah, it's quite interesting, actually. Many of my guests do come, do select the grit as a one. Maybe I should change the show name to Business Grit, but I like Sweat Grit and Hustle because it, you know, sometimes through a business, sometimes you're going to have to be sort of doing what I call not the hustle as in the American term of deceitful, but the hustle of actually looking for quick wins. No. Business uh, is definitely all, you know, you're going to sweat hustle, at some point in your business. Is, no, hustle is fat, fab. Hustle is, and uh, I spoke to somebody recently who's uh, a sourcing agent, who I coach, uh, who is naturally massive, you know, hassles over the last 18 months. And uh, uh, basically she was saying, uh, right, I'm going to work out some side hustles between you now and Christmas, yeah. bring in a couple of grand. And I thought, Good on you. Yeah, side hustles are great. So, but yeah, love the fact it's grit and fully get why. So, Lindsay, how can people reach out to you? Where can they find you? Um, they can find me. Um, best way is actually through Trafalgar Square. So it's it's Lindsay at trafalgarsq.co.uk. Brilliant. Um, and whereas I used to not read my emails, um, I do these days. Um, and I guess... Lindsay, uh, people get frustrated because they spell it incorrectly. It's L-I-N-D-S-A-Y, not E-Y. No worries. Uh, And that will be in the show notes, folks. If you pop down to the show notes, you'll actually get the link to that email address. And and, uh, just reach out. And people, similar to yourself, Tracy, I know, uh, we always, we've always, for years, we've said, hey, if you want some help, ask. Um, I will always respond. Yeah. Brilliant. Lindsay, it's been a delight catching up with you. We mustn't leave it three and four years again next time. Um, We'll see you on the flip side, folks. To keep up with what we're doing and what's coming on Sweat, Grit and Hustle, do visit us at www.sweatgrithustle.com.